0: go this is not your grandma's sunday school it's the not sunday school podcast it's the not sunday school podcast not sunday school. it's the not sunday school podcast wow now what if if he meant like there's a like there's like a face value reading like say the prodigal son like it's a story like it means what it means in the story mm-hmm. right but jesus was making a a, a bigger point Two. Right. This is the father's response to sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Maybe that's what he meant, but he just used the wrong word and used. I the mean, literal. we'll give him. I'm the trying to give, yeah, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say sure. I don't want to just make fun of someone, I, but I'm not making fun of him. Just no, The idea right. that an allegory doesn't have a literal meaning—that's the point of an allegory.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we're being like too harsh, like grammar Nazis. Like, oh, what an idiot! Yeah, you used the wrong there. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so, mana. Yeah. Okay. So, they talk about um, describes mana. You know, as like hoarfrost. frost. Well, to a person who doesn't know about mycelium, mycelia, whatever the right word is, is um, the
0: we are not pretending to be experts on this. <laughs> We're just trying to relay information that we found.
1: So, the state of the mushroom before it grows up above the ground. Mm-hmm it looks like frost on the ground. All mushrooms? Mycelium. Like, it just kind of resembles what frost looks like on the ground.
0: Right, yeah, I get that. But so like, if you didn't do know- all mushrooms do that? Or is it just this one? As far as I know, all mushrooms. I'm not a botanist either. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you made me fat boy laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, So, does that mean that Okay, hold on. So when a mushroom is in that state... It's like kind of like spider webby. But like what time of the day? Say a mushroom can spring up from that to like a, a mushroom.
1: I mean, typically... Overnight. It's when like the dew overnight like settles on the ground, that little bit of moisture is enough to trigger its li- overnight its cycle.
0: But t- by the time of the morning comes, it's a mushroom, right? Yeah. Okay, hold on.
1: And that, again, that's what I was saying earlier. Well, the whole... They were like, virgin- picking
0: manna in the morning. Not at night.
1: I mean, you see mushrooms in the morning before the sun, like, cooks That's them off. That's my
0: point. He like, was, in the
1: early morning.
0: He was saying that the, the manna looked like hoarfrost. That's pre-mushroom state. Right. When it looks like that. Yeah. That means they weren't picking that. Right, yeah, I see what, Okay. Yeah. I see what you're
1: saying now. Yeah, 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 you're right. It's a slow burn, but <laughs> it eventually reaches the brain. Yeah, so it wouldn't... I mean, maybe some, like, maybe there would be some, like, you know, late bloomers, you know, late comers to the party, like some of the mycelium <laughs> hadn't sprouted yet. Oh, I
0: thought you were talking about the Israelites. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> Old Jedediah. Oh. He can never get up early enough. No, he's
1: not the early bird. <laughs> he's a late bloomer. <laughs> um. Anyways. You know, yeah. So that, again, that's another part of the theory. Um.
0: So nah, apparently nah, nah, there are groups within Christianity that are taking hold of this and utilizing psychedelics in worship for God.
1: Have you heard about this? So I only have just recently Andrew Hicks, the uh, pastor for Church Christ. of Christ, yeah anyone who's listening
0: to this they already know who he is yeah um he we actually have listeners outside of bass now wow i know <laughs> hey guys welcome to the show we have
1: arrived <laughs> uh yeah no he first told me about the about christian psychedelics i was like that's a thing he's like oh yeah
0: <laughs> oh yeah buddy
1: i mean so maybe we'll get into that on a one of another episode or something
0: yeah, I think that's that's kind of one of the reasons why I was really interested in talking about this. Because, because we live in an age where like information is just available.
1: It doesn't and have to be right information.
0: <laughs> nobody vets information. One of the things that I think aren't isn't being taught in school systems is how to research answers. You're just taught to memorize answers for the test. Mm-hmm. If you can memorize the answer who cares if you know how to research? I'm sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, when I was doing English Comp 1, I had to do a research, research paper. But I they mean, didn't really. I
1: do. can remember being taught how to do research, referencing, like citing your references and stuff like that.
0: But they accept Wikipedia and YouTube now.
1: Mm-hmm. They do. No, I know, I believe you. I'm just, that frustrates me. Wikipedia is not a valid reference source. No. If someone was like, well, on Wikipedia, I instantly stopped listening because you have used an unaccredited, an uncredible source.
0: So let me explain. Let me, me just talk about that. For, I know this is a rabbit trail. We, we are rabbit trail. Okay, but let's but go. This let's is, do it. In, in terms of research, like if you're going to use Wikipedia, you can, right? But Wikipedia, you have to cite your sources. Okay. Or Wikipedia flags it. This has still not been uh, cited. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it has gotten better. But don't just read Wikipedia, go to the source that they're referencing because people regularly cite something, but totally take it out of context. Well, the fact that that's, that, that is
1: true. Yeah. The, but the fact that Wikipedia can be updated and edited
0: by, by anybody. anyone,
1: anybody. Do you anybody. Know, anybody, do you know how many celebrities have Wikipedia pages that have just been created that have just totally false? Are you serious? A hundred percent.
0: Can you create a Wikipedia page for me? Yeah. You'll finally be like Fabio. Heck yes. <laughs> oh, why Why even go to the gym? You could just make a Wikipedia page for me and Photoshop an image. You'll be seven foot tall. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Built like a dump truck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. No, anyway. Anyways. You know what? Just, just the whole
1: psychedelic okay, practices. So, why, like you kind of mentioned, Rome—they were already—they pra- were already doing. That's this what life. I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were already using psychedelics. They it was. Here is the big thing.
0: Yeah. Why hide it from Rome? There is absolutely no reason to hide this form of worship or ritualistic practice or fertility worship because that was a major part of the Roman pantheon.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, think of what was it? Was it Aphrodite. Uh, well, that was it the Bacchanal was like a where now it's over, um, Valentine's, but it was a Roman holiday where it was something like three to five days. I'm not, there's smart people probably who
0: know this, um, there's three smart, smart people that...
1: Is that what you said? I said there are some oh, smart people who uh, you know this there's, already.
0: There's three smart people that know this. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. That was stupid.
1: Long pause? Yeah, uh, sorry. This is great
0: audio for you guys. This is... I was. Nathan typing. forgets that he has a microphone in front of his face sometimes. Um, so here's what I was saying. So this is the way a lot of... Say, like, um, uh, uh Aphrodite worship. Okay, mm-hmm. um, the priests and priestesses of the day were also prostitutes. So, when you went to go worship your god or goddess, you would go and either watch, but usually you participated in sexual encounters, right either an orgy or one-on-one or every variation of it, right? But along with that, you would get drunk and you would take, or sometimes certain practices would use hallucinogenics, right? Most all of them. Not, not all of them. Well, okay. It was most. common, but it, you can't okay, just yes. generalize. Yeah, okay. right, you're right. Um, so, and here's the reason why. Because the belief was um, during the act of sex, while you were drunk, while you were uh, in an altered state of consciousness, Mm -hmm. that's what modern psychology calls it. Okay. When you're in an altered state of consciousness, um, you are more susceptible to um, contact with the other side Mm -hmm. or the gods, supernatural, spiritual, the spirit world. So that's why they practiced that because Mm -hmm. they could commune with spirits easier or commune with what they believed was their God easier. Mm -hmm. So they would force, they would manipulate their body into this altered state of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And in extreme cases, um, this is one of the reasons why God told Israel, don't consult sorcerers. Mm -hmm. And the actual word comes from the word necromancy, those that raise the dead or summon spirits. Ooh, that's interesting. Sometimes it gets translated as witchcraft, or but really it's necromancy, and that's what they were saying is because they were manipulating themselves or others into a altered state of consciousness into a supernatural encounter. Okay. Right. See, Jesus provided a better way. Mm. Right. So we have our own spirit guide. Our own Holy Spirit. Spiritual Sherpa. <laughs> yeah. The Holy Spirit guides us into all truth, mm-hmm. right? And that's the way we're intended to interact with the supernatural is through his guidance and through his initiation, not through forced initiation, right? Some people will force themselves uh, by um, using light stimulation, mm. um, causing the, the eyes to, um, I, I lost the word. To jet back and forth real, real fast, people will use that. Similar so to how, like, when you're in REM sleep. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Okay. Um, and they would use like really low frequencies.
1: Be- so does that trigger what is it like the theta
0: waves to increase? Yeah. So I know some stuff. Exactly, and so theta waves resonate at a like lower frequencies, right? I forgot the. I actually looked it up at one point. It's a real low frequency, so that's why a lot of meditative it's music
1: is when you're in the deepest sleep. Yeah, that's the why a lot of new age
0: music uses real low droning uh, music like that because they're trying, they use that to induce <clears throat> a um, altered state of consciousness.
1: So we um, yeah, more to that point. So like in um, uh, like meditation, the OM, that is basically this doing the same thing. It's that low and it's to increase the. So I'm going to say this. In, let me, let me, yeah, go ahead. In like, not in meditation. Like, I don't think like in like, um, Bible talks about meditation. like Hindu, We're supposed like, in to like med- Hindu yeah, yeah. like type meditation with the, the chanting and stuff like that. But Om is supposed to, or I guess, or does, I don't know, puts you into that state where
0: those theta waves, I'm doing a lot of hand gestures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even in Christianity, Help we, me out here, man. even in Christianity, we do this, right? We use music. We just use a different type of music. Right, this is one of the ways our body was created to interact with creation. Right, creation is the heavens and the earth, that's what God set up in Genesis 1. Mm -hmm. Right, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So, what is creation? Heavens and earth. All that just to say, we are not a spirit who has a soul that lives in a body. That is Greek influence Mm. crap. That is not true. We are a fully integrated being, a whole being spirit, soul, and body. To to separate them, the entire being dies. Hmm. Okay? Jesus had a physical body when he was resurrected. He still had scars on his hand. They could touch him and feel him. He could eat. Okay, they stuck, stuck his finger. Thomas in. stuck his finger in his... <laughs> in the wound. In the wound, yeah. I stopped myself because I didn't <laughs> want to sound gross. I was <laughs> trying to be professional. I was like, that's nasty. No, oh, that's nasty. <laughs> my point is, is what was my point? My point is <laughs> there's one deep, deep down in this conversation. <laughs> my point is, is that um we are fully integrated. What we do physically affects our spirit and our soul. What we do, what happens with our soul affects our body and our spirit. What happens with our spirit affects the soul and the body. Okay. You cannot remove, separate the two. We were created to interact 24 seven and we do interact 24 seven with the supernatural realm. Mm -hmm. It's just how we were created. Having said that, There are things that we do as humans, as Christians, we just put different labels on them that help us encounter God's presence in the supernatural realm, Mm -hmm. right? This is why people find it easier to connect with God's presence in dim lighting. Mm -hmm. New Age movement has been doing that. They've been doing that for thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. All right. This is why you find the witches and the shamans in caves, in dim lighting, right? Mm-hmm. It's because it's not because that in and of itself is anti-Jesus or bad or evil. It's the way people do it through manipulation, mm-hmm. right? Forcing it Forcing through their it own outside of God's guidance, right? It has to be initiated by Holy Spirit. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And it has to be for with your heart oriented towards the Lord rather than by heart I mean your 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 drive, your passion, your uh your will, you know, your intentions, your thoughts. At the core of who you are as a human has to be oriented towards the Father, right? Mm-hmm. Through the blood of Jesus, in the power of the Holy Spirit, and that's how we were intended to to experience the supernatural. Anyways, all of that to say, Paul, in Galatians 5, I want to bring some some scripture into this. Okay? In Galatians 5, verse uh, 19, he said, The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, debauchery? Debauchery. Yeah, debauchery. Idolatry and witchcraft, Hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish, amb- selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. Why is Paul saying this to um, the Galatians? Because like what I said earlier, worship of the day looked like that. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, okay, you who are coming out of paganism, this Christian thing is nothing like that. Mm-hmm. We don't get drunk to worship. We don't have orgies to worship. We don't use manipulative practices, aka witchcraft, mm-hmm. to worship and to prophesy. That's how they would that's how the oracle would prophesy, right? Through these altered states of consciousness, but manipulating themselves into it. Right. It's unhealthy. Christianity is completely opposite of this idea of the mushroom cult. That was a very long way to get there, but I got there. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts, man? I mean. Interesting subject. It's an, I, I found it very interesting. I like, find yourself on the fence with it.
1: <laughs> Look, I was like, <laughs> hey, is this in a way? And this is like, is this going to give me an end to start doing psychedelics?
0: <laughs> 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 no. Okay. Here's the question of the hour you ever done psychedelics? <laughs> you can flee <plead> the fifth. <laughs> Everybody has a past, man. I've never tripped. Okay, here we go. We'll say it that way.
1: <laughs> but, you know, I like the question that you asked. Like, why would they hide this?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, why would they code it? I mean, it's not like... Like you said, man, Like the Romans were already doing this. They this was like a common, this was a known way of practicing worship. Like, yeah. what would be the point to that was the hiding major, a practice yeah. from the Romans that the Romans were already practicing?
0: Yeah, that was the major kickback towards John Marco Allegro through his peers. And for some reason, he was just nope, nope, <laughs> yeah. ain't true. I believe this right, and then just.
1: Assigning certain like knowledge. Ooh.
0: Oh wow! Ooh. Just had some lightning. <laughs> uh, can't wait to see if that click.
1: Trying to like say to our you know. Marco Allegro had a knowledge base that the a scene would not have had,
0: mm-hmm, yeah. and
1: so using his knowledge base, interpreting interpreting what he was you know reading through. The lens, lens through his lens um and also the fact that he was not a fan of the church at the time so
0: which doesn't necessarily discredit him it but it just highlights a bias mm-hmm. just like if somebody was a christian it would so that is a bias i don't know if it it's going to come in through the uh recording but i forgot to turn the uh what is it called ringer no my ringer's off it's um the ai on here i said bias and it heard Bixby for some reason because i have an android phone oh shout out to android if you want to sponsor us <laughs> <laughs> we'll take your money <laughs> stupid i don't know i don't know uh yeah so I mean, everybody has biases. Biases don't mean anything, but it's important to understand because where you start with something, Mm -hmm. right? That's his starting place. He starts with this bias coming into it. Where you start does affect how you end up, right? Mm -hmm. Because I mean, in your thought processes, potentially,
1: I mean, he could have been a, like a solid academic where he was able to separate his personal beliefs from his research.
0: Quit hitting the freaking microphone. Bad. Come on. I was just trying to like drive home a point. (laughs) You're driving something. This is how cults start. Absolutely.
1: You get Google, or you can go onto YouTube and just type in, was Jesus a magic mushroom? And you will get a trove of videos. And a lot of them contradict each other too. Uh, Oh yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, is in all of the videos, well, I'll just say the more convincing ones. Mm. You're using
0: that very loosely, right?
1: More convincing. Okay. Not that they are convincing, but more convincing than a lot of the others. The way they do it is they, like how any, like you mentioned Colt, there's just enough truth, you know what I mean, to make Mm -hmm. it seem credible And if you're someone who I'm making an, making an assumption here, but if like John Marco Allegro, who he already didn't like the church, right? He'd already, he was, he in his own words became disillusioned with the church, fell away. And I'm assuming probably found any reason and jumped on every occasion to discredit the church. And if you're someone but like that's that, that's an assumption. That is a major. Like said, that's a said. major assumption. Yeah. But I mean, we all know people like that. Maybe not that they are um, disillusioned with the church, but you know, maybe who just disillusioned with any type of authority figure. Like I said, if you're interested to kind of just hear it, you know, so to say, from the horse's mouth. Like I said, you can go onto YouTube.
0: We're going to post links to some stuff that we actually looked up. Um, I didn't even get into some of the, the uh, scholarly journals or the one scholarly journal, the ASOR. Mm. Um, I forgot what it, what it stood for now, but uh, anyways, you know, they have great information. I'll put links in the episode description so y'all can look on your own, but I I do want to mention a couple episodes that we come up in the, that are going to be coming up in the future. We have some interviews coming up. Um, did you see the invite I sent you? Oh, yeah. Okay. So first, um, I don't think I've ever talked to you about this guy. His name is Christian um, uh You mentioned it briefly. He's a good friend of mine, and um, I believe he's working on his master's or his doctorate. I have to double check. I don't forgot now. Anyways, my point is... Um, he has a lot of really great information and uh, he has a passion to see um, how the church deals with mental health issues Hmm. progress Um, specifically within the areas of um, personal responsibility. um, Well, whoa now I know (laughs) death, um, isolation, Hmm. you know, things like that. Um, That He's getting his degree in uh, uh, psychotherapy. existential psychotherapy. So people dealing with, you know, issues of existence.
1: Does he recommend the use of psychedelics in his therapy? <laughs> no, no well, I was going to say passing my number,
0: but yeah. And then, Hey, we have another interview coming up to, um, Bill Vanderbush.
1: Yeah. You were telling me a little bit about him. It sounds like he's doing some pretty cool things.
0: He, yeah. So he, um, he travels a lot. Um, he's, I swear this guy has had every cool job on the planet. (laughs) He, I I was listening to uh, a live, uh, uh, a live session with him and his wife. And he used to clean Sandra Bullock's house in Austin.
1: All right. (laughs) Just him and Tracy used to,
0: (laughs) yeah, exactly. Um, But he used to be, I think he was, I don't know exactly what he did, but he worked for Ted Decker who's a famous Christian author.
1: Okay, I was going to say, the name sounds familiar, but...
0: Um, right now, he, he travels, and he's a keynote speaker at a lot of conferences and um, events and stuff. Mm-hmm. And But he wrote a really awesome book called Reckless Grace.
1: Okay, I was just about to ask, what is his kind of like...
0: Yeah, and he has some online courses and stuff like that, too. But we're going to have Bill Vanderbush on and um, just have a good old chat with him. So as long as he has time to (laughs) sit on the phone and talk to a couple idiots. (laughs) Yeah. Well, at least one of
1: us is an idiot.
0: We'll let y'all vote. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right.
1: Yeah. Um, And if y'all like us kind of going over this type of content, I mean...
0: Send in some ideas.
1: (laughs) Dude, if you've heard some like wacky far out there things.
0: Yeah. Uh, fringe. Let me know. Awkward. Controversial. We want to look at it. I mean. What's my email for the podcast? <laughs> email Nathan. Nathan at not dot com. If y'all like us going over this
1: type of stuff, that's the weird, the fringe. I mean, that's kind of what we're going to do anyway. Hopefully,
0: you'll like it. Um, But if you've heard of some pretty, like, wacky stuff. Or if you have any questions about uh, Bible, Christian doctrine, you know, other denominations, you know, why we believe what we believe or why other um, Christian groups or other religious groups believe what they believe, uh, send in your questions to Nathan at Not Sunday School Podcast. No, why do I keep saying that? Because we're a podcast. Nathan – not Sunday school.com we're gonna clean all this up and post yeah we are <laughs> now that we said that I'm not I'm just gonna okay. leave it in there so people can sound see like we're we just really don't have it together <laughs> no idea what we're doing here they wouldn't be able to see anything actually they would just hear it long pause bye
1: <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode of the not Sunday school podcast if you want to send in a question so we can try to answer it during one of our episodes, you can submit them to notsundayschoolpodcast at gmail.com. You can also send the voice recording.
0: If you want to know as soon as our weekly episodes drop, then be sure to follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast.